Hey. All right, we're back. We're back. We're what? We're back. This is the obligatory podcast with Kermit Gonzalez and Mike Hurley. I'm Mike Hurley. And I'm Kermit Gonzalez. Coming to you live-ish. It's uh, what Tuesday night around Tuesday night, February sixth. Yep, yeah, uh, eight forty-eight p.m. And what is this? This is new this week. This is our bootleg. Uh, Theme. Everyone has theme music, so yes. Everybody ha- and oh. you decide that that fit us perfectly, <laughs> whatever that is. What <laughs> is that? I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. It's like if the Smurfs had gone techno, <laughs> which I guess is precisely, yeah, that, that works It's very us. chill music. It'll set in the mood, that's man. That's perfect. So uh, let, enough frizzle-frazzle. Let's get right into it this week. Uh, how was your week, man? What'd you do? What'd I do? Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, I went to an expensive restaurant, lost money. Oh, what restaurant? melting pot you know the good thing about having no sponsors is we don't have to worry about offending anybody at yeah. this point <laughs> yeah. i'll never go again you I don't mean, like less really you don't like the melting pot no man really Dude, i haven't been there since like probably homecoming 1992 and you're still in something debt. like that what yeah I, yeah i've been debt. paying it's so expensive for Making us cook our own food. Make you cook your own food. Yeah, it's like Benny Hanna's, except here you do this. <laughs> you know, not the Mexican cooking me my food. It, I thought you would love that. You guys no. are big on melted cheese, no. and you no, know, that's you white people. What? Come on, you guys invented queso. No. Get out of here. No, we okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is delicious, by the way. Like, if I ever get in an accident and like they're like, look, we can give you like 32 cc's of morphine, or we can just hook this bag of Gringos Locos queso up, and I'm like, give me the queso. <laughs> In fact, as much as I eat, it's probably better if I just mainline the queso. Anyway, you know, speaking of sponsors, Gringo Locos. There you go. Already, no, that's a sponsor uh, you get behind. That's a sponsor, <laughs> and you know, that's a sponsor. You don't even have to pay me, and that's probably <laughs> that's probably a terrible way to do business. But um, I just love them. They're great. Every week. Every week. So why why didn't you like why didn't you like the melting pot? I mean, it was a four course meal. Mm-hmm. We got there at eight, and we didn't leave till midnight. Really? That's how long it took for them to switch. Who up was the with place. you? Me, my girl, and then like it was Jersey's girlfriend. Uh, and you guys all got there on time. We actually did get, a, get there. What? On time. Yep. This is hard to believe. Because of reservations, if you don't show up, you're screwed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's how we should do comedy shows now. <laughs> like if you're performing and you don't show up, we just don't let you in. Maybe that, that will get. Well, we do that now. What are you talking about? Mm, okay. No. We're what? That, we're that lenient. We're not that lenient. We're pretty lenient. I've seen you kick some people off of a show once for showing up late at the improv. What? I'm not going to throw names, it, it, but it, I, I've seen you throw down. Have I? Yes. Have I? You're like, everyone here is on time, and you're not, and scratch your name. You, you know, I can't recall the specific time, but that sounds exactly like something oh, I would me. say. It was. Like, <laughs> everybody has, you know, I just hate when people don't show up on time, and they're like, oh, there was traffic. It's like. Yeah, man. Everybody knew there was traffic. Everybody got. I don't know. I, I don't love know. it because I get more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Good. So, so it was a birthday party. It was a birthday dinner. Or something. Yeah, it was like a birthday that. party. You know. So what? Like eight or nine a year, or something like, like that. Like ten. Ten. Ten people. Ten. So was, ten people. Chill, just uh, dipping things into melted cheese. I wasn't cheese. ready. I you wasn't, didn't know what it was. No, I didn't know what it was. I wasn't ready. So mm. that's all it was. I feel like someone should have prepared you. Should have. Should have like, told me that let I had to know. be part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you're part of the cooking staff. Like, <laughs> Great. <laughs> I thought I had the night off. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, so, so whatever. And then Sunday was Super Bowl. Sunday was Super Bowl. You watch it? I did. Did you? Mm, I watched the last uh, the last half of the last period. Is that what you guys call it? The 
period. The last half. <laughs> I'm, of I'm not a sports guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming not a that's the guy. only game you watched the whole year too. Yes, <laughs> and it's the only last quarter of the last quarter of any football game I watched this year. I and the only reason I did it was I caught the last half of the Super Bowl last year, and I'm not even a sports fan, and that was just amazing to last watch. Last year was year. a and was an amazing. And you know the funny thing, I'm. I don't care one way or the other. Patriots, Eagles, whoever, Oilers, whoever. I don't care who wins. <laughs> did you say Oilers? Yeah, I did. Oh uh, I don't care who wins. But with two minutes left on the clock, I wanted to see the Patriots come back. I wanted well, to see Well, that's what them. everyone was hoping. Yeah, not everybody. I well, mean, I, mean, I think. If you're not the, a Philly fan. I mean, if well, you are a Philly fan. No, no, because this year, the one thing you found was, like, there was Patriots fans and everybody that hated the Patriots like how many people were saying like we're not even we're not even Eagles fans we're just anybody but the Patriots which I think is the most petty way to live your life (laughs) so I'm a fan of that naturally you know but uh but um it's funny though because uh Super Bowl uh Sunday I took the kids down to uh Coliseum of Comics down on 192 in Kissimmee because I've never been to have you been to that one Mm -hmm. I had never been to that one and Phil uh the guy who owns all the Coliseums he's a good friend of like we do the geeks of comedy shows and he's been a sponsor for us at Megacom for years and I've never been to that location but when I found out it was there and it was the biggest one I was like okay the boys want to go to a comic book shop today we'll swing down there and uh we go down there and it was it, it it wasn't the biggest comic book shop I've ever been in but it's it's nice you know and when we're uh, <laughs> I love it because uh, Aiden my seven-year-old was uh, goes up to the clerk he'd be like excuse me do you have any Iron Fist comics that would be appropriate for my age range <laughs> and like the kids like uh, I can I think he teamed up with like Ultimate Spider-Man so we can like look around and find right. but the clerk even told me he's like dude no kids come in here looking for Iron Fist. <laughs> He's like, and I'm like, that's okay. Uh, the four-year-old wanted to be the uh, Red Lantern. Oh, you told the Red <laughs> yeah. Lantern story, so yeah. I told him the Red Lantern. He's like, how's he even know about the Red Lantern Corps? <laughs> so then when we're like checking out, he's like, uh, so you guys going to watch the Super Bowl today? And Aiden with a straight face looks at him and goes, what's the Super Bowl? <laughs> and the clerk just looks at me. I'm like, what can I say? I'm raising them right. You know, <laughs> they know who they know who the Red Lantern Corps is. They know uh, who Iron Fist is, and they have no idea you're, what the Super Bowl is. You're and steering your kid in the right way. The yo. guy behind me gave me like a little fist bump, but, you know, he I don't know. No discount. No, no. The, <laughs> the clerk was happy, but the guy behind me that gave me a fist bump later on, I, he was like the comic book guy from The Simpsons. He had the Cheetos <laughs> on the fingers, and I'm like, Maybe I should teach them some sports. Maybe maybe that's not <laughs> where they need it, to like, be oh, ending boy. up. But, yeah, I had a proud moment. And, uh, you know, I watched the game, and it, it was just – it. what was it? The last, the last touchdown of the game where the Eagles player caught the ball, got knocked off his feet, but was had the forward momentum going, and then he hit the ground and lost control and it hopped it. up and everything. Yeah. I guess did, – did the rules used to be – just if you broke the plane of the line, it was a touchdown, or is that college rules? I thought as long as you had possession of the ball, uh, yeah. but he hit the ground, and then it popped up. Right. But then he caught it again, so would it be considered a fumble slash catch it again? I, I don't know, because like, even when I, when I actually did watch a little bit of sports, it was all about just – you'd see guys dive and just get like the tip of the ball over that line, yeah. and all he, they had to do was break that plane, break that, and break it was a line. touchdown. But the more I think about, it, the more I think that was when I was hanging out with guys watching like college football and everything else. So yeah, I don't know. I know I know they change a lot, and I'm not with, I'm not 
knowledgeable to tell you all the rules. Right. I just, well, like, the, I just like the game. Even the commentators were like confused. They're like sitting there like going. They hated the Eagles, by the way. Yeah. They were not fans. They were sitting here going, well, you know, if he was a runner at the time or if they had written him off as a receiver, but he was a receiver, but he took so many steps. And it's like, dude, did he catch the ball or didn't he? It's like, how are you making this so hard on yourselves? So I think the real winners are the fans. Because because uh, they burned their own city they to the ground. Their own city. <laughs> they won. What a weird way to Why? celebrate, you know? Did you hear all the reports? No. Oh, no. Good. I heard there was a police scanner thing out where you could listen to you all. Listen. The, so what were some of them? Do you remember? Um, the basics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, broken windows, smashed cars, right. clip cars, fires. Right. Um, throwing beer bottles at Patriot fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stole two cop horses. Wow. They stole them. I don't know how that even happened. I hear those things bite people. That's probably not safe. <laughs> probably not safe. They usually only bite assholes. So oh, really yeah, yeah. They're trained. Yeah, they're trained. And then um, they stole the ostrich from a zoo. Did you see that? <laughs> an osprey? Ostrich. Oh, an ostrich. Ostrich. Which yeah. makes absolutely... I don't know how they got... got those things are huge. Those yeah, things they're, are they're not dangerous. Small. And then uh, then there's like a bunch of videos of like... Uh, like the um like a hotel like i guess like a canopy they have like an entrance of a hotel mm-hmm. there's like 20 people standing on and that caves in mm-hmm. and then uh, some guy eating horse shit because he lost a bet i i you saw that i one? saw <laughs> i didn't watch it i saw the title and sometimes the title is enough for you to go yeah i can go oh, without seeing it. that you, <laughs> of course you, i know you you watch the strangest things and then you send them to me <laughs> like I almost feel like every video you send to me is almost like a ring type situation. Like you're like, if I saw this, it's going to live with me unless I trick someone else into watching it. And now you're cursed too. So now I just don't watch a lot of the stuff uh, you, you send. You oh, send some ridiculous stuff. No, it's like, I'm happy that you sent me something, but the same, it's like when your you're parents give thoughts. you socks for Christmas, it's like, thanks for remembering me, but I'm not going to use this. It's usually gross too. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing ever educational no. or that's going to help you. Did you, uh, are you are you uh did you watch anything about wing fest i have no idea what that is philly philly uh does a festival before the super bowl i think on like friday or saturday mm-hmm. and they start like eight in the morning and they run all night and this is a festival it's a chicken wing and they do it every year whether they're a in the super bowl or not and just obnoxious and you know, yeah. just gross and um the winner was a woman and she ate 501 wings in 30 minutes that bathroom's destroyed. That's ridiculous. Five hundred. She's a little skinny girl. You know, I I had a buddy uh, who I, I never ate chicken wings like, you know, because I'm not a sports guy. Like okay. I, I've had chicken wings. I worked in restaurants, but I never went out with the guys and got chicken wings and everything. But uh, I was hanging out with this one guy who was really into sports and everything. He loved going to Hooters. He was that guy. Oh, let's go to Hooters. They got right. awesome wings. So we go, and this well, guy do. would actually take a chicken wing. And, like, put it in his mouth and pull it out with just the bone. Oh, clean. Yeah, just clean. And it just reminded me of all those old Tom and Jerry cartoons where he would take <laughs> a fish and put it in, and it would just pull out the bones. And he actually taught me how to do it. So now, like, when I do eat chicken wings, it's the most disgusting thing you'll ever see in your life. It's just you grab the chicken wing, you put it in. And you can't do it with drumsticks. I was going to say, is it with drums or, or, or no, flats? No, it's with the flats. And what you do is you take them, and you grab one end, and you kind of push down a little bit so it just separates the meat on that end and then you put it in your mouth and basically you're just putting it all the way in biting down and just deboning it 
basically it's in a your little mouth. bit different than how i do it yeah, yeah. I no i'm one i'm one of those rip apart <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of like your buddy yeah. but oh. i remove one bone you on remove one yeah you remove one bone uh-huh. the small one uh-huh. you just crack twist and it p- comes right out from the top oh and then done oh. clean oh. it's disgusting it, I, <laughs> yeah so uh once this is up there's going to be a link to kermit eating chicken wings and you know what's funny I'm sure there's some guy out in Minnesota with a total. I want to see a Puerto Rican. Did you ever have you ever wings. have you ever done a food eating competition? I've never done a food eating I've done competition. Two. Really? Uh huh. Really? How did you do? Pretty proud. You did you place? Did San you? Jose, San Jose. I, I placed second. And what were you eating? San Jose does a. Um, <clears throat> they do a California burrito, mm-hmm. but they double it. What's a California? California burrito. burrito it comes in like a. Um, it's a burrito clearly, mm-hmm. but it's in a uh, turkey pan. Or, you know those metal, giant metal pans? Okay. For like a turkey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can cook a turkey in? Yeah. That size. That thing's huge. Oh, it is. So, you got to eat one of those? Eat one of those on time. Mm -hmm. And just whoever eats it first wins. And how did you do? I came in second. You came in second. How long did it take you? It took me 12 minutes. 12 minutes to eat a pan of burrito. Uh Uh-huh. I was pretty proud. Jesus Christ. I want to do it again. I was telling her, but she's like, ugh. I, I, my girl, I, like, I think we need to set that up. I'd want to do it again. I, I, I haven't seen one. I've been looking around for a, a, a burrito. burrito challenge. I like it. I can't do chicken wing challenge. Mm-hmm. It just. Yeah. Well, if my friends at Gringos Locos are listening to this, uh, we would love to host your first annual pan burrito, California burrito eating. I would, do it. I would eating. so do it. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but unseen, I'm going to have to back my boy here. So we're accepting all challengers. Except for the woman from Philadelphia who ate no, five hundred and two. Oh, shit. She'd I eat you. <laughs> I still, I still challenge myself eating Chipotle burritos. Do you? I think my, my fastest time eating Chipotle burrito is fifty five seconds. I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I don't like Chipotle. All right. I mean, I, I, I can't, I, I can't blame you. I, for that. I feel like the rice has absolutely no flavor to it. Like they say, it's lime rice or whatever. Right. Or and cilantro. Then, and then they never. I don't know. I don't know. I just. So when you when you put a Gringo's burrito in front of me and then like one of theirs, I'm like, eh, I'm not. I'm I eat their food and I'm still hungry. I gotta That's experiment with uh, Gringo's. Yeah. I keep eating double D's. Yeah, I went over this with you. Yeah, yeah. Would, I need to experiment. Get, yeah. I gotta gotta get you out that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I need to get out of that, that mm-hmm. trend. So, so uh, was that it? That was it for you this weekend. You did the uh, you did the Super Bowl thing. Super Bowl you had a like disappointing crap. dinner with friends. It wasn't disappointing. It was just. Yeah. It was a bit much. Yeah. Eight to t- midnight? I don't know. I just kind of feel like you guys are really stuck in, like, the 80s. Like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drive the DeLorean over to the melting pot, and then we're going to dip cheeses into cheese and meats into cheese and strawberries into, like, uh, chocolate. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go back to my place because uh, we got the hot tub cranked up. <laughs> you know, it just seems like such a uh, – when, when you said melting pot, all of a sudden I just thought – Hot tub time machine. I didn't even wait. <laughs> is, is that like a thing from the eighties though? Like the the melting pot was the place like in the late eighties, early nineties. That was like the oh, this is where I have to take my date for a fancy See, I night. Out. I, that was my first yeah. time, so I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought it was just like a. Uh, I thought it was a buffet. Where you, Did like, you? Like, you know, have those chocolate fountains and you stick the toothpick in. Oh, <laughs> like uh, Golden Corral? I thought it was just, des- yeah, I thought it was just dessert. I don't know, man. And like, then you just buy your plate. I didn't know you had to cook the whole meal. I've, I've never been to Golden Corral, but uh, from what I hear, it's like, why why would you want to 
Why would you want to go to like the fountain of chocolate that everybody that goes to Golden Corral <laughs> Double goes dipping. to? Yeah. Yeah. Delish. It just, I don't know. It doesn't sound appetizing. I, I mean, I eat at Golden Corral. I can't knock mm. it, but. <laughs> did you, did you hear about the, uh, did you see actually, did you see the uh, SpaceX launch today? No. What's you that? didn't? What? I, I'm at work, man. Once I'm at work, uh, I don't get to be oh, on TV uh, or anything. Elon Musk. Okay. You know the guy? Uh, he, he they did the most powerful rocket launch today to see if his SpaceX thing could actually take payloads. So they launched at 345 today. You could see it. I mean, it was clear. And uh, he was testing to see if the rockets could actually take off, carry a payload. And the payload this time was he launched his own car, sent his car towards Mars. Mars? Mars. And it was a uh, it was a uh, his Tesla, his Tesla. Damn, that's so, rich. That yeah. guy's rich. Yeah. Wow. When you can just be like, shoot. I'm going to shoot something to Mars. Yeah. What I love is, you know, over there, you got, you got, uh, who is it? Kim Jong-un. <laughs> He's threat. He's like, I'm working on a rocket that's going to hit the U.S. eventually. And this guy is like, hold my beer. You know? <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make a rocket that can uh, launch my car to Mars. <laughs> so uh, oh, that's funny. I feel like, the, and he's like, and I'm not even a government guy. I'm just a private individual. So it's like, I feel like he's saying, come at me. How much did that cost? Oh, I don't know. He probably just did it. This is the same guy uh, who, when I believe it was Australia, was having like energy problems. And he's like, I can solve all your energy problems. Like every time they had a, like a blackout or something took out like whole cities because their grid and everything else. And he's like, all you need is a super large blah, 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 battery. He's like, I can knock that out for you in a year for like a hundred million or something like that. I think it was. And, uh, the prime, and I think he said it on Twitter and the prime minister of Australia was like, uh, uh, do we, do we get a discount if you don't get it within a year? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then he went and actually built, it's like, a few city blocks it looks like it's the largest man made battery and he yeah he's and iron man he, dude it's ridiculous he's tony stark it's ridiculous it sounds like you just gave me a plot for like marvel this, like. this guy he, it's hard not to like him you oh know oh my god he's totally says and if i'm not mistaken i think he was actually chosen by uh i think i don't know we're gonna have to fact check this I think Trump had actually talked to him about coming on board as his director of blah, blah, blah. And he was like, man. Oh, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. But you, you even got to like a guy like that. That's like, man. I, think I like okay. that part. But yeah. damn it. He, we could tell yeah. me we got flying cars right now. Uh, well, yeah, we do have a flying car. It's on the way to <laughs> it's Mars. It's on the way to Mars. That, well, <laughs> are we going to be alive to even know when it hits? How, how long does that take? That's got to take forever. How mm. long? Best part is how we know if it worked. You know, we got to take his yeah, word how's for he gonna, it. Oh, man. Yeah. So many questions. How's he gonna track it? How's he yeah. know when it lands? Yeah. Oh, here's here's something to make you feel worse about yourself. He's uh, forty six <laughs> years old, and I'm over here learning how to podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh well. Hey, not all of us can be naturally gifted. Well, that a, man, oh, that's man. a rock star. Yep, that is a rock star. Oh well. Um, yeah, so I, uh, let's see, Friday night, I drove down to, um, I drove down to the Miami-Dade Cultural Arts Center, uh, a little bit south of Miami there, and, uh, took Carmen Ballone with me, and we had that black box theater gig, and, uh, we, it, we tried to avoid traffic, but we still ended up right in, 
Miami like at 4.30. So your GPS is saying the gig is five miles away, and it's also saying it's going to take you 45 minutes to get there. So it was just gridlock. Then we finally get to the gig. We check that. We do a sound check. We go to the hotel. And I thought my kid's Pinewood Derby race was like the next day at l- in the evening or afternoon. Nope, 10 o'clock in the morning. So it was one of those things. We drove down. It took us five and a half, six hours. Uh, did the show. Hopped right in the car and came driving Damn. back. And I got home and worked on the kid's car. Oh, you didn't even work on it yet. What? No, we, I had worked on it. They were doing the paint job, but they were having some problems. Okay. And then, uh, so I got home, and luckily it was just a bunch of touch-up stuff. With the I sharpie. saw it. It looks good. Yeah, it looked pretty good, yeah, right? It looked pretty good. I, I, like, I, was, I was thinking you just going to have a block with wheels on it. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. That's horrible. Yeah, uh, it almost was. It took me, uh, let's see, two trips to Lowe's, a trip to Michael's. Uh, probably about $65 to turn a piece of wood into a doorstop. Did you have all the tools? I had none of the tools. <laughs> um, the only thing that I did have that came in handy is I wanted one for years, and I got one this Christmas, a Dremel with all the attachments. It's like a— See, now now you check my man card. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, it's it's like a little— uh, All right, don't make yeah. it sound like, oh, it's this, this. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. It's, it's a little handheld. It has all these attachments, so you can put like a little uh, engraving bit on it or a little saw blade or a little polishing brush. But it, it's still, it's like, um, it's the most basic tool you can have. Uh, most women have one of these to do crafts. So I figure it was the it was the base most minimum. Most women have this to do crafts? Yeah, like this is huge among the crafting community. Okay. Dremel. Yeah, so, I mean, you need to get Dremel just to move <laughs> up to woman. And then we'll talk about getting you like a power or anything. Oh, so, okay. So. Yeah. So I got that, but then I didn't have a saw, so I had to go out and get this coping saw type thing. And I feel like th- they named that saw after me. Like it's a it's a coping saw. It's just trying to get through. Life, <laughs> just man. trying to get through the day. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was horrible. And uh, I think I told you last week I was scared because I was watching all these YouTube videos about the dads who get really hands on and the modifications they make. Oh, I thought for sure we were against. I actually wanted to go see your face. Yeah. <laughs> that disappointed yeah. face. Like, well, oh, man, it, this it is was going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, too, because we got there and I had read in the rules that the car had to be under five ounces, could not be over five ounces. Okay. And we don't have, you know, I, was I, like, how did, how, how did I don't sell weigh drugs. That? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any. Did you pull out your old I don't scale? Have any electric scales at the, huh? you know, go to my dealer. No, nah, man, today I just need the scale, yeah. you know, uh, so we get there, and we got there early, and uh, we put it on the little scale thing, and I think his was weighing at like 2.8 ounces. And they're like, oh, no, you have to bring this up to five. I'm like, what do you mean? It just has to be – it can't be over five. And she's like, yeah, but everybody is going to have theirs up at five, and it's physics. You know, the heavier it is, the faster it goes right. down. And luckily, they had these, like, weights there. Now, most people, like – put the weights, like shave the body out, put the weights in. And she's like, no, just go ahead and mount it to the top of the car. And Aiden had spent so much time working on the paint job that he's like, no, we're not putting that on top. I'm like, buddy, if we don't put weights on, you're going to lose every, like, not that winning and losing is a huge deal, but I didn't want him to be like, all the cars are finished and his is still at the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you can, don't have to lose that bad. Yeah. Damn car doesn't even go. Go. So we managed to put this, they were nice enough. They had one there and we put on this little lead plate and it had two screws and we put it on and it still left enough clearance for the track and it brought it right up to like 4.9 ounces. So it was like perfect. 
and then uh, he goes against. They do his first race. <laughs> so you put steroids on a, <laughs> on a car. <laughs> they they do his first race, and he t- basically ties. It's three cars that time, and he basically ties with this other car. But the other car definitely had it, and it's different. It's not like a dad with a stopwatch anymore. They have the the friggin' MythBuster electric timers. <laughs> it comes up on a board. It's down to the millisecond. And it's like uh, a NASCAR. It is. And he had two more heats. Now this is where it gets interesting. So they race all the cars, and then they had for different age groups. They had first place, and in his pack, it's only him and one other kid who are. It's a small pack, so it's only him and one other kid that are Tiger Scouts. So the other kid wasn't there. So he's just like uh, the the scoutmaster was like, okay, we got first place for the Tigers, Aiden, you know, and like everybody's like, ah, and then one kid's like, yeah, because he's the only one here, and I just wanted to elbow this nine year old <laughs> in the face, and you know me, it took all my willpower not to, and I was like, hey, so uh, then they announced the Wolfpack winner, and then they announced the Bear winner or whatever, and then they go, okay. Those are for age groups. Now here's overall standings. So out of all like 19 cars. Right. And they announced some other kid, Ethan, who was the one that edged out Aiden in his first race. And everybody's like, yay. And then they're like, Aiden Hurley. And there's like silence. Because <laughs> y'all just got your asses handed to you by a Tiger yeah, Scout. Yeah. I just wanted to find that kid and be like, what's up now, bitch? <laughs> you ain't running your mouth. You ain't saying shit now, are you? Huh? That's right. You grab your little braids and your little beret and you walk your ass out the door. That's right. And then uh, and Aiden didn't even know what was going on. He was like, what? So they, they gave him this little stand for second place overall. They put his car It's a proud on. moment. Yeah, very proud. And then I was explaining to him, I'm like, all right, buddy, you know, you won two awards. Be happy with that. And then five minutes later, they call his name again for best paint job. So I was gonna say that was say you at least maybe won for that Iron Fist paint job. Oh, it was it was pretty tight. That was pretty tight. I give you that tight. one. And he he picked the. I mean, I helped a lot with the you know how to do it, but he's like, this is what I want. This is where I want it. This is how I want to do it. And I'm like, uh, okay, buddy, couldn't be prouder. Yeah, I mean, man, again, it goes back to like the whole your kid's an Iron Fist fan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's rare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I didn't want to tell him this, but like. I got home on no sleep, you know, Saturday morning, and we're putting this thing together, and it got put the wheels in, and I pound the wheels in, and all of a sudden I hear a crack. And oh, you broke the... Yeah, the front, right where the axle goes in, chipped. So then I turn it over to start doing the other side, chip again. So then I'm, like, looking around my house. We got 20 minutes to get there. I'm, like, gorilla glue, and he's, like, is everything... I'm, like, everything's fine. And <laughs> Go to your room. We, we get there, and I'm, like, I just want him to have something that's not going to fall apart when it races, you know? And, uh, yeah, I did great. So basically it took me uh, close to 35 years, but I finally <laughs> won a Pinewood Derby. I, <laughs> Congrats. I, I think that's what it is. That's how you got to look at it. pat on the back. That's how you got to look at it. Right. It's like when you're a kid... It's not you who's racing; it's your dad. I can't, <laughs> you know. Can't yeah. say I've done it. Yeah, I I think I need to like take it back and uh, get my name put on some of those trophies. You need, you need to go back there and yeah, start. You're gonna become one of those dads. No, no. Everybody, everybody was very nice and everybody was very helpful and appreciative and, uh, you know, it, it was a good experience for him. It was good, but I don't want him to get too used to winning, you know, because I feel like it's a big setup for all the failures he has ahead of right. having my last name. So, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, as you can see, when you guys see the video, we got a new uh, setup slash studio. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're, we're at the first. The first 
couple tries we were at a clubhouse. Well, the first time we were at the Orlando Improv. Right, which we might be going back there, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. And For like uh, on-the-spot interviews mm-hmm. or on-location interviews. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the game plan. Cool. But uh, this will be the main for now mm-hmm. until we change it up. I like it. I like it. I like that. I don't know why <laughs> we got the llamas in the background, but that's llama, a, llama, llama. That's how I look at the audience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Staring <Right>. at me. <laughs> not laughing. Not making. Just, just <laughs> eye contact, dead eye. And mostly white. Mostly white. <laughs> and a single black guy I'm trying to make laugh is mm-hmm. him. I just want to make him laugh. So exciting week. Is it uh, what's coming up at the movies this week? Oh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, Have you heard any? Has there been any talk about it? Any leaks? Any? uh, Well, apparently all negative now. What? Yeah. What's going on? What's wrong? Freaking white people. Whoa. Hey. What, what are it's like wh- anti-black what are, what are my brethren doing now what do we <laughs> I do i don't know the details i, I didn't get the memo this week am i not <laughs> supposed to like black panther no, you, you're supposed to like it i miss so many meetings i don't know it's uh, probably some some kkk asshole yeah but it's uh just wh- bitching wh- talking about uh i don't know the, like they're, they're mixing like the whole black panther mm-hmm. comic with black panther movement back in Mm-hmm. What? It was 60s. 60s? Early 60s. 70s. Yeah, so they're mixing those two. Okay. But I was like, man, this comic's been around forever. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I was reading something the other day. The Black Panther character came out within two years of the Black Panther movement. And I think it went character, then movement. And uh, yeah, I, I don't if, know. If it looks, you, if it you looks can't, amazing. If you can't see the connection, plus, wasn't the Black Panther comic, wasn't that. That was, did uh, Stan Lee take credit for this one too? I, I don't. I didn't follow Black Panther when I was uh, young. Oh, because you're racist. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> they finally give a strong black role model, and you're like, oh, I'll, you know every character in the Marvel DC yeah. universe. But then Black Panther, you're like, oh, I didn't have time for that one. That is like the. I like Shaq I, when he was steel. Oh, <laughs> and you're the only one. Uh, but that's that's why it's great to be you. <laughs> That's why it's great to be like Puerto Rican, Latino, everything else. You can, I, I you can right walk. In, yeah, I can walk that. You can walk line. in that world. You can say things like, "Yeah, I didn't care for Black Panther," and nobody's like, "Oh, he's racist." It's like, "Oh, he probably just didn't care for the storyline." <laughs> it's like if I don't like Black Panther, it's of course you don't, devil. <laughs> you know, it's just it's too much, man. It's all this. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, uh, no, I, enjoy enjoy your brown privilege. Yeah, I guess enjoy. is what I'm saying. We're, we're, well, yeah. We're not gonna take that throne of like, of like <laughs> top. No, you just you, you like being in the position where you're 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 dark enough not to get accused of racism, and, slide, and you're white enough not to get shot at traffic stops. <laughs> like that's exactly where you get to sit in life, and you're happy with that. I don't blame you I'm at content all. Content with this. Yeah, you are too. And you know, whenever there's a huge problem, you just pretend you don't speak English, and people give up and walk away. Always. <laughs> Always. Does that, that work clip. for you? See. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you don't want to go any further with this conversation. Okay, I'll back off, change something else. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, um, Black Panther is a fictional superhero uh, appearing in. Uh, oh, yeah, it's another uh, created by writer editor Stan Lee. And uh, guess who? Who? Guess who? Guess who else? The creator? Yeah. No, the, he's famous for getting fucked over by Stan Lee. Oh, uh, is it Kirby? Yep. That's Kirby, Kirby, right? Yeah. 
first appearing in Fantastic Four number 52. This is from Wikipedia, so you know it's all accurate. <laughs> uh, in the Silver Age of comic books. Uh, what's the Black Panther's name? Let's see your Let's see your Black Panther. Oh, I'm going to... All I know he's from Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> that's that's which, all I know. Do you do you think they threw in that vibranium storyline? It's vibranium, right? That Captain America's shield is made of, which can only be found in Wakanda. Yeah. Do you think that was the biggest, like, how do we tie this guy in? That's with a tie-in. That's, that's a huge tie-in. Here's the thing. <laughs> that's a sound, because Captain America is like your poster boy for white power. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? He is. Really? really I mean. It, and how shrewd of them. To I mean, like make Captain like America good, knocking out Hitler like, no, no, the but, most, but good white power, good good white power. Oh, that, it goes straight up. There's good white power. It is good there? white power. No, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did punch Hitler in the face. So I mean, yeah. In the whole Captain America storyline, if you can't see that Hydra is the Nazis, then you know they don't even try to hide it. Yeah, like, yeah. All their scientists Hydra's are like Nazis. German. Oh, we've recruited him. Fun. Which I do like Hydra's salute though. Mm. What is Hydra's salute? It's just double fists in the air. Isn't it hail? Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. It's Hi catchy. It basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely some. Uh, and uh, wasn't Captain America cre character created to sell like, like? Am I confusing this with the movie? Like, no, I think the movie's pretty accurate. On they came up with Captain America to sell war bonds mm -hmm. and everything else. Yeah. Or when they thought the Super Soldier program didn't work as well, they put him out on tour in that musical as like the right, right. Yeah, but I, I think actually in comic books, I think at the back of comic books they had at the time is yeah, is they need America. a hero yeah. standing up for America. So, well, that's gonna be a good one. You gonna make it out to see it? I want to. I mean, I, I will. Mm -hmm. I will. Um, yeah. I don't know when, but I will. Who are some of the other great black comic superheroes, you think? I like Static Shock. Who's that? See? Now look who's a racist. Oh, no. I'm white. I'm automatically, <laughs> okay, see. I'm automatically Static unaware. Static Shock? Yeah, you know, he's a DC character. Yeah. Static Shock's a DC character. Uh, what was the Green Lantern one, his name? I forgot his name. It's not Hal Jordan. It's, uh, oh. was it Hal Jordan? No. I forgot. No. You got the Green Lantern. Mm -hmm. Ooh, everybody. Oh, Storm from X Men. Mm -hmm. Who else? Ooh, Jax from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> You're grasping. I'm grasping. You're grasping. Oh, uh, Power Man, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Another one I didn't know anything yeah. about. What about uh, hasn't isn't DC doing Black Lightning right now? I haven't watched it, but everyone tells me it's great. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a couple of people tell me it's pretty good, but the costume looked horrible. It looked it looked real it looked cheesy. Really ridiculous. Yeah, it yeah. looked like it looked like cosplay that you'll see at like MegaCon. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, all right, and mm -hmm. then they're being serious about it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, another black uh, comic book character, uh, Bishop from X Men. Yep. 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 He was one of my faves. Yeah, man. There the needs hell? to be more. What the hell, Marvel? <laughs> What's I, going I, on? I was going to say, I just... Uh, oh, Cyborg. There we go. Cyborg. Cyborg is new age for, for me, because, like, Cyborg is still new to the game. Yeah, but, I mean, he was just in the Justice League I know, League but movie, still. So I figured we had to He's still him in new there. to the game. You want to give him an honorable mention? Oh, Cyborg. <laughs> I like how they slipped him in, because they're like, well, he's half black, half robot. He's kind of <laughs> like Obama. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? I just feel like he was like, the, look, we don't want to go totally with a black superhero, but what we will do is we'll <laughs> compromise and we'll go half black, half robot, because we don't think our audience is ready for a full black Jeez. superhero right now. No, I'm wrong. I'm no, you're wrong. right. You're right. Okay. Uh, Batman gets to be white, wealthy, privileged, and fight crime. But if you're going to let black guy in, it's like, mm, you need to be a track star and half a robot. You know? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, going to D.C., you got Will Smith now. He's uh, he's dead shot now. He's dead shot. Originally, he was but white, But he still though. looks like he's going to cry in every scene. Well, he's got Will that Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> he's, like, popping on Instagram now. Why? What happened? I don't know. He's just he got an Instagram account. He's very positive. Did he go? Oh, he's positive? Oh, Is he's that very positive. He's well, very motivational Maybe he's speaker. just in denial because his son's so weird. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't probably. his son dress up as like an no. all white Batman? To but that's, go accept, to? that's accepted nowadays, man. What Can't, is? What's no accepted? Dudes wearing dresses. I mean, not with me. I mean, you can raise your kid however you want, but I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. And you have it? I wouldn't let my kid. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're not going to let your kid? I'll tie his ass to the bed like this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wait, what? Wow. No, uh, I don't know how to handle that, but this this is a true true story. My uh, older brother wanted to get his ear pierced when he was like 14 or 15. So my dad was like, "Yeah, uh, go ahead get your ear pierced." And he's like, "And when you come home, I'll have replaced all your clothes in the closet with dresses." And he's like, "If you want to dress like a woman, I'm going to help you." That's my I'm your, Yeah, I'm like and you look back now, it's like, I can't tell if that was really supportive or just really fear my... No, because he got his ears pierced. You didn't get your ears pierced? Hell no. See? I, <laughs> it worked on someone. I've never had the waist to pull off a short dress. <laughs> <laughs> that was my pops, man. He'll threaten you. Oh, man. Yeah. Your dad seems like a tough cookie. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, what yeah. would he... Uh, Let's uh, see. Martial mili- arts, obviously. Martial arts, military. What military? Army. What branch. How long? Mm, was it 12 years or 13? One of the two. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Let's just say 13. <laughs> sounds better. Yeah. Um, and that's why Scout you... Scout ranger. You sniper. Were, you were born in San Antonio? Close. El Paso, Texas. El Paso, Texas. Yep. Okay. Is that a border town? Yeah, it's a border town. Border town right next but to... But you're... Mexico. Puerto Rican? Puerto Rican, Chinese, yeah, Dominican. This all seems convenient. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like... Have you spent much time in tunnels, I guess, is what I'm asking. <laughs> hey, I'm legal, asshole. I got here fair and square. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know. Some may say you're a dreamer. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't come from no shithole country. Whoa, right? whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I'm American. quoting the... Pr- <laughs> Then you're from a shithole country. Oh, that's, that's uh, well, not all the time, but lately it feels and like Texas. that. Times. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Things are bigger in Texas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Enough Paso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So you lived there until you were. Oh man, I don't know. I think I was born, and then we left. I don't remember anything because I don't have any memory of my uh, my childhood. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't remember stuff. You don't remember like any. Thing from your childhood? I don't have any memory from middle school, like late middle school, so it's eighth grade, and that's even blurry. So my freshman year, I kind of remember, <laughs> and then definitely my high school, I, re- I mean, my senior year, I remember, mm-hmm. and that's it from senior on, or what was it, sophomore, sophomore, sophomore. It goes on. freshman, sophomore, junior, yeah, so senior. Soph- freshman, yeah, I remember everything from freshman 
Oh, so high school and off, but my middle school and elementary, I have mm-hmm. no memory. And why? I already went to counseling for what, all this. What happened? <laughs> no, I, but what happened? Why? I play martial arts. Martial arts? Oh, yeah. And just doing so. dumb things. Like, I'll jump off roofs thinking I was Batman. Uh-huh. Or, yeah. like, over walls? Over balls? Walls? Oh, walls? <laughs> no. I wasn't jumping over walls. So, you're telling me you're legal, yet you say you have no memory of your <laughs> childhood. So <laughs> It's all up front. This is... Yeah, man. I don't have any memory, man. Leave me alone. Why? You won't remember this. I won't remember this, but, yeah, I have no... Uh, it's like a little... Do you still suffer with stuff? Like... I get like little spurts of like memory, mm-hmm. but like I don't remember. Like my parents will show me photos, and mm-hmm. I don't remember any of it. How you know it was you? I don't. I just take their word. <laughs> I'm very. Uh, I swear to God, you were on a milk carton at some <laughs> point. <laughs> I look like a lot of kids are on milk cartons. For the record, I'm, I have that face. You look like a lot of kids. Period. Yeah, I but have I that. <laughs> I have that like the little Nino face. <laughs> so man, that's ah. Yeah, man. Blame martial arts. Too many kicks to the head and concussions. And uh, and that was at a very, I guess, that would have been sophomore year. You, so you'd probably be, what, 14, 15 around that time? So you were already, you were a fight. What t- What year did, when did I, you I've start been doing martial, martial arts? arts when I was five. Yeah, but, but I mean, to get to the I level where you're taking fighting, shots fighting, to the head yeah, and stuff. Yeah, taking shots to the head, I was maybe like 13. Oh, wow. I started fighting. Because I was in martial arts from the time I was in, uh, I want to say, sixth grade up until probably 11th grade, my junior year. And even in tournaments and sparring, like, headshots were illegal. I mean, even in practice. Yeah, not where I was at. Not where you were at? <laughs> no, apparently I even fought in Germany, and I don't remember. My dad was now like, yeah, you you do, Now you just sound like someone's great-grandfather. <laughs> I fought in Germany, I think. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> just, just, so what happened in Korea? <laughs> yeah. I fought in Germany. Which war? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad would always tell me, like, yeah, you fought in Kentucky. You fought uh, in mm-hmm. California. I'm like, I don't remember. Mm. Was this something you wanted to do, or was it your dad priming you for this? Oh, uh, yeah, of course my dad primed me for it. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, you, I didn't want to do it, and then I did it. I mm-hmm. don't, you want to make daddy proud, but yeah, I did it. Yeah. It paid off. Yeah. I mean, I still have my teeth. Yeah, I, I and, don't know because uh, uh, both my brothers are like jocks. Yeah. And I was in theater, so I know nothing <laughs> about making your parents proud at all. <laughs> Sorry. Like, he's like, he's like, I, I, take, I take your brother shopping for cleats. I got to take you for, for fucking ballet slippers. I'm like, they're called character shoes, Dad. <laughs> character shoes? <laughs> That's what they call for real. Yeah, they're called character <laughs> shoes. It's just like basic black shoes uh, that you can wear on stage. Oh, and I want to beat yeah. you up and take your oh, money right man. now. <laughs> yeah, <Jeez>. yeah. <laughs> I'll give you another concussion. <laughs> From the sounds of it, you're not too good just, at this fighting thing. We should start thing. brawling right now. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We should just, next week. It's gonna be a wing competition followed by a sparring match. <laughs> it's perfect. We'll get the pan. We're gonna get followers one way or the other. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, my kids know nothing about sports, and I, I feel like I need to start helping them on that, like buy them some baseball gloves or something like that. Well, you got to teach them the, the art of losing. Yeah, they're hurlahees. They'll figure it out pretty quickly. <laughs> like, I think we've talked about it before. I'm just so conditioned in life that nothing good's going to ever happen oh. for me <laughs> that when something good does happen, I'm just really suspicious. <laughs> uh, like the long. black cloud. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it throws me off. Like 
And when something good does happen, I go, great. Now three bad things are going to happen to take <laughs> make up for this. That's just how my look. I found a dollar. Shit, something's bad's about to happen. <laughs> Honest to God. True story. I was at a car wash. I was vacuuming out the car. I looked down. There's three 20s all crumpled up on the ground, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. No one's around. It's like, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm just vacuuming out the car. I'm like, man, I just made 60 bucks. Two days later, my car needs, like, a new water pump for, like, 1100 bucks. So, <laughs> oh. yeah. So, yeah. God gives 60 and takes away 1400 So Did you get in a lot of fights when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. How many yeah. fights do you think? Yeah, like, good ones. Not oh. like not like a little like push push. Oh, and then uh, good for me or good for the guy who won? Both. <laughs> oh, like I mean, I took it a lot of ass whoopings too. I, I, admit. I have lost way more fights than I've won in my. So life. your ratio is like <laughs> it's horrible. But also <laughs> the problem is I I don't walk away from fights. Which what do you mean? Like all my brothers, both my brothers and my father are like over six foot three. Okay, they're all big. I'm the runt of the litter, and. Unfortunately, I still have in my mindset that I'm just as big as them. So like That's a short guy complex. It it kind of I walk around with that all day. It it kind but you handle it really well. Do I? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm always angry. No, yeah. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> yeah, like Hulk, I'm always angry. Yeah. So, I don't know. And and the thing is once you lose your first 8 or 9 fights, you start realizing you're like it's not going to hurt till like two or three days like the actual fight your adrenaline is so pumped up and everything else right but i will tell you this i don't like fighting anymore because no it takes it's like drinking hard it's like it takes i it feel takes like i feel like logan old man logan like my healing factor doesn't kick in the way it used to you know like you used to get in fights and go to work with a black eye two days later and your boss is like you can't work you got a black eye i'm like <laughs> i'm fine and now it's like if i bang my knee on something i'm calling out on gigs for the weekend i'm like oh i don't think I i'm can experiencing that shit jokes. now oh, it sucks i'm experiencing it like it it's, it's starting to catch up i'm 35 yeah so yep it, it just starts it, it will you know what's going to happen one day? You're going to sneeze and you're going to pull something on your rib cage from uh, a sneeze and it's going to take you out of commission for like a old. week. Uh, it's too late. Cuz I got punched in the face by like a like a teenager. Yeah. And I played it off like it didn't bother me. But shit. It, oh. <laughs> I want I want to go away, like walk away. Like I, I yeah. want to go sleep now. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, it is hard for me to recall a single fight I've won. Like uh yeah, I don't think I've ever actually won a fight. In my life. So are you a fan? It sounds like you're a fan of fighting, though. Do you watch boxing or UFC or anything? No. No, at all. But you sound like you're a fan of fighting, though. No, I'm not a fan. Not at all. I'm not a fan. I'm just also I was raised. But I, I seen you heated up one time, a couple of times, and I seen you about to throw down. And I'm like, damn, Mike likes to fight. Yeah, I, I don't. I just I, I <laughs> I'll just fuck it. I'll, I don't I'll like make you fight. believe it. <laughs> no, I don't like to fight, but I don't like walking away from bullies. You know, I, I was bullied a lot when I was younger. See, I'm passive. I won't do that bullshit. I know. You're great with it. I'm just like, I'm like, okay, buddy. Yeah. Fuck no, off. Nope. I've, but the moment know. it happens, I'm I'm throwing down. I'm not going to be yeah. like. Yeah. Like, I kind of wanted someone to punch you. <laughs> so you could jump in. At Porthole. At port oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We did a show in that Daytona. No. And I, oh, and you're back there this weekend. Yeah. Oh, that should be I a good hope show. So, but I'll let the person punch Jersey, like, maybe twice. <laughs> 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 Before I jump in and stop it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was kind of, I was like, wow, you had a great set. I was like, oh, I kind of hope he pisses somebody off. You know, I actually, I worry about that with uh, my kid because uh, eight, I'm not worried about it with Ollie. Ollie is such a tough little dude. Like, I'm worried I'm going to get calls because Ollie's beating up on kids. That's how I'm worried with Ollie. With Aiden, though, he's so 
sweet and nice and sensitive and everything else that I'm worried that when he it's going to happen. I mean, kids always pick the kid that they think is weakest, you know, and sometimes people mistake like just nice people for being weak. And I know Aiden and I I don't want to be that guy like when he starts getting to getting bullied. Uh, I'm going to have to show up and beat the shit out of that kid that's bullying him. Like, what, are you 11? You know, like one day he's going to come home and be like, yeah, you know, Jared says that his dad can beat up my dad. I'm like, really? I'm going to pick you up today. I'll pick him up. Which one of these motherfuckers is Jared? Jared, what's up? Bam. Just like that. Fight a kid. I will. It's not going to be a fight. It's going to be two shots. One shot to his face and him to the ground. That's (laughs) the rule is you got to be same height. No, I'll call you up. You'll come over. Okay, you'll just take call care me. Of I'll take care of you. No, no, but I'll knock out Jared. I'll be like, yeah, your dad might be able to beat me up. Didn't help you out today, though, did it? You know? <laughs> and then I got called my dad to beat up his dad. You know, why it's a long it, chain. Why is it always the second kid's more aggressive than the first kid? I always see that with every, because, you know, I deal with kids mm-hmm. at my karate school. Yeah. And the first kid mm-hmm. pretty much is a pussy. I wouldn't call your kid a pussy, but I'm just saying like he's like no, no. Very, I'm like, just thinking because I'm the middle of three boys. And the second one, man, he's just like he wants to beat the shit out of everything. Well, uh, and he's the shortest one, right? And he's always angry, and he yeah. always wants to fight. But the the first one is like, but you're telling me your brothers were kind of they they were both. Um, my like, little brother's the biggest out of all of us, and he's the least confrontational. Okay, you know, I, I, I think that, that pretty, came from growing up. That came okay. up growing growing up the baby. Uh, my older brother. It was the smartest one out of all of us, and in his later years, he turned into one of the more confrontational, like, hothead. But I think the, the temper just runs in my family. My mom's Sicilian. My dad's Irish. It's like, you know, oh, you guys, we've never met a person we liked, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so you guys got a black eye at birth. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, son. Yeah, and, you know, my dad taught me things that I haven't taught my kids because I look back now and I go, maybe that was all bullshit. Like what? Like uh, my dad gave me rules on fighting when I like in second and third grade. He's like, look, I never want to hear you through the first punch, but I always always want to hear you through the last one. And, you know, That's right. Good advice. It's good advice. But why? I'm in third grade. Why should I even be concerned about this type of shit? Because shit's real out there. Mike. Shit is real out there. <laughs> you know, and uh, I got suspended in fourth. No fifth grade i got suspended from village green elementary in port st lucie florida and the reason i got suspended is a kid came up to me at my desk and he was like give me a piece of paper and i said no so he smacked the back of my head and took the piece of paper anyways and he went and sat down so what i did was i waited for him to sit down uh we had those desks with the baskets under the chairs and i pulled out my history book and i walked up behind him and lifted the history book over my head and just came down on the nice. top of his head and knocked him out oh, and everybody started freaking out oh it was the, it was the cheap shot from hell but i was crying before i did it like you ever get so mad you oh, just that's that adrenaline kick it in oh i was oh. crying so my dad it's a good it's a good defense and offense mm, mechanism my so we both went down to the office and my dad uh, got called out of work in West Palm Beach, drove all the way back, which is about like an hour and 15 minute drive, shows up in the principal's office and the principal's like, oh, we have to suspend your son for fighting. My dad's ready to kill me. <laughs> and he's like, what happened? And I'm like, he, he took a piece of paper and he smacked me. And he's like, what'd you do? I like, away from him, sit down. He's like, why? I'm like, because he's bigger than me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And then and I'm like, and then I grabbed my history book and cold cocked him in the back of the head. He's like, and why are you suspending my son? Oh, my God. And, like, he, <laughs> he, he was mad at the principal. The principal wanted to give me three days mandatory suspension, and my dad was like, no, 
No, you're not suspending my son. My son just if if your teachers were doing his job, why is my son getting hit? Has yeah. time to get a book, walk over. <laughs> like my dad, I think created the stand your ground defense. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, this is how my dad left the conversation. He's like, look. He's going to take off tomorrow from school, but not because he's suspended. You can write whatever you want on the paper. But because I'm pulling him out of school, I'm taking him to Disney World. And he took me to the Magic Kingdom. He took me to Magic Kingdom. And he's like, I didn't take you here because I want you fighting all the time. I took you here because you stood up for yourself. That's and a good story, actually. It's good, but it kind of puts in your mindset, like, what do you reward people for? Because there's tons of kids like you. For who, not being a pussy. No, if someone took your paper, someone took your paper, and you just went on about the rest of your day. And I admire those people. I admire those people who get cut off and go. But how many times did he take your paper? That once. Smack you. Oh, damn. That <laughs> once. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like every day, I, I admire those people who can get cut off and just go, eh, there's assholes who cut you off. Like every time, my life is about to drastically change because I pull up alongside and I'm like, pull over. Let's talk. Like, why would you, why can't you just be normal and just. Let it go. I, I can't. think I'm passive aggressive. I don't. I don't. I don't do that. I, I know you're slide. great. Like I always say about you, I'm like you're the you're usually <laughs> the most dangerous guy in the room. You're the one everybody fucks with. <laughs> I'm like I'm just waiting for the day that I see you go. Like I warned you all. Yeah, I warned you. Like I feel like I'm the neighbor and you're the terrorist. And I've told everybody about you, but no one listens to me. And then one day you're gonna pop off, and I'm gonna be like. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to do that you're gonna like murder five people in a bar fight and they're gonna interview me i'm like i've been telling them about him for years why am i still whispering <laughs> and, and still go finish my two minute set yeah yeah so yeah i don't know so he taught me that and then uh he also told us he's like if you're ever about to get jumped uh you know if it's like four on one situation he's like that's the only time you're allowed to throw the first punch and he's like i don't want you to hit the guy who's running his mouth I want you to scan and look for the biggest guy because you might only get one shot, so put it where it counts. And he's like, and what you'll usually find is if you can drop the biggest guy because he doesn't see it coming, you know, because he's just there being big, the little guys will be like, fuck, what the fuck, yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like, and perfect. He's like, if you're going to get your ass kicked anyways, you might as well be the guy who swung on the big guy. You and know? this is all third grade. This is second, third grade -ish. That's great advice. Yeah. Oh, I think the best advice he ever gave me, though, that I actually, I filed this to the, to the day he's like if you're out with a bunch of your friends uh and one of you is a loud mouth looking to cause problems and realizes you know he's got all his buddies with him uh you know you let him get his ass kicked if he, if you're with a guy in your crew who's going out being that guy looking for a fight and he finds one let him get, don't let him get killed oh so you're saying like your buddy's like he's actually looking at like he's, he's, the, he's being a dick but then he, the fight comes to him yeah, he's the guy that oh, goes out shitty situations. rolling with like four of his buddies and he's just like being the loud one bringing the fight and everything else and then someone wants to fight him. I've guess. been in those situations. Yeah. They suck. But if you're in a situation where it's four of your friends and someone starts fucking with one of you for no reason, then yeah, you're all in. You know? Yeah. And what I'm saying is why should have all this been going on in my head? Because I find my friends from high school and college who are successful never had these conversations. <laughs> Like, they were getting the talks like, get good grades and go to college. And, you know, there's there's those dream jobs, but you should have a solid fallback plan. And you yeah. should, you know. I, man, I wish I could remember a lot of things, man. Like, I'm trying to, like, I wish I had memories like you did. Yeah. I'm sure one of your memories would have been your dad saying, keep your hands up. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I fought, got in a fight in my front yard. Really? At my house. And my dad just watched. I remember that. How'd that work out for you? My dad coached me through the fight, and I won. <laughs> That's all I remember. Nice. It was a military. I've been a military brat. 
Yeah. So I lived on base to base to base. So there was nothing really to do but throw rocks at things and my dad, um, my mom, my dad worked days. My mom, uh, when I was a kid, was a waitress and a bartender. She worked nights a lot. And when it was just me and my older brother, my little brother was a baby. Uh, my little brother would be in bed sleeping, and we'd be in the living room with my dad. And he'd be like, yeah, you guys go ahead and fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it really became like a Thunderdome, like a, Mad yeah, Max. Your and uh, your dad I, was I, like, a, like a King Sultan. I always entertained me. I always said this about like any fight I got into. There's no one I fought that ever hit me harder than my brother. Like one thing about growing up with an older brother that you fought with constantly was, and you know, we hated each other, my older brother and I, when we were younger, but we would get in fights at, we went to the same high school for a couple of years and we would hate each other, but it was one of those things. You're still family. So if someone fucked with you, it's like, no, only I kick his ass, you know, that type of thing. But man, uh, I, I think I've come closer. We're talking about choke out, blackout, everything else, just fighting my brother. Then when you get hit in a bar, you're like, what are you a bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, you hit me with an open hand. I, uh, I wish I had a brother, a brother to fight. You'd have more concussions. You'd yeah, remember I nothing. I mean, I don't, I have a sister. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So yeah. no. So I, th- I think to sum it up, uh, I'm not good at fighting and I'm even worse at walking away from a fight. See, I mean, I thought you were like, I don't know. You came off as a guy that loves a freaking brawl. Nope. Nope. Uh, years of bartending and everything else. <laughs> like you get involved, you break up. I'm more of the, I'm more of the guy that tries to break shit up when it happens. And then get punched in the face. And for then it. get punched in the face. And then yeah. I'm the guy. And then fighting. Yeah, now you're fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I used to tell people, I'm like, I might not win, but I'm going to bleed on your shoes. And that's <laughs> not going to come out easily. You're like, that asshole ruined my shoes. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah. I go into this move called the fetal position. You can't get past that defense. <laughs> <laughs> my policy is to let them kick me until the cops show up. So, so well, damn. Yeah. All right. All right. How about you? When's the last actual fight you got into that wasn't, you know, martial arts? I got in a fight at uh, that club that's across uh, from the other bar. What's that bar called? Shine? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shiner? You got a fight there? Not really a fight. When was this? Uh, I would say maybe like a year, maybe two years ago. What happened? Just ignorance, you know, when people start drinking. Uh-huh. And uh, I guess this guy was... Um, like he, I saw him already. He was like dancing, and he was getting like really touchy feely with a lot of people around. Mm-hmm. So I left. I walked, and I came back, and he tried to like reach <clears throat> to grab my head. I don't know what he was doing, but I just kind of did like a, I did like a karate, yeah, up block. But when I did it, I wrapped his arm grabbed and I pulled him in. Yeah, okay. And then I pushed him off, and then he wanted to fight me, and I was like, I ah, relax, and I walked away. <laughs> And uh, Vaughn was working uh-huh. across. Oh, Vaughn's yeah. a big, yeah, giant yeah, yeah, yeah. bodyguard at, at the other bar. And yeah. I was like, hey, if I get in a fight, will you beat me up? If I, Will you hold me back or anything? He's like, I'll let you get a couple of hits. I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So I walked back, even though Vaughn wasn't there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy was like, yo, you want to fucking hit me? And I had, uh, I had a crew mm-hmm. of all MMA fighters. So they're monsters. Mm. So I kind of like did like the whole like, well, if you're going to fight me, you got to fight them <laughs> kind of deal. But, you know, I let him talk, and he started bitching and saying something. And I just sucker punched him. You you did? Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Um, did it work out for you, though? Yeah, I punched him in his nose, and then all my buddies just kind of blocked in front, and I walked out. <laughs> I that was, that and that was it. So I don't know what happened to him after that. Wow. And so I was just like, because like he kept trying to, like, uh, like, he was doing, like, the whole, like, fuck you, mm-hmm. you know, getting in my face and, mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know. Yeah, there's a there's a point. And I was like, all right, buddy. And I, yeah, <laughs> just a quick jab. Nothing yeah. hard. That that was another one of my dad's points. He's like, when you when you find out that the fight is inevitable, and it's gonna happen. Talking's not gonna happen, or talking's not gonna fix anything. Then you might as well just go ahead. You know, because there's nothing worse than just watching two guys just keep barking at each other. It's like, all right. And then you get bored. You're like, oh, why don't you do something? Or what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. I haven't, got, I haven't gotten a real fight. It's been a long time. I mean, I spar every week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I watch some of these YouTube videos of like bully beatdowns and it always leads to like two girls fighting. And <laughs> I watch the two girls fight and go, man, either one of them would kick my ass. <laughs> like. Girls are vicious, dude. The scratching like, sucks. Like whenever, like especially now with all, you know, the hey, me too and everything, which yeah, I'm like not every woman. Like I feel like there's a lot of women out there that aren't as defenseless as a lot. No, of women kick ass now, man. Yeah. And they're doing MMA. Yeah. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. 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 There, I mean, I there's train- some powerful, powerful women out there. There's some women out there that if they had me in a car and they're like, so I paid for dinner What's gonna happen next? I'd be like, I guess whatever you. I trained yeah. some chicks and trained with some chicks that would fuck you up. I <laughs> fuck and they hit, they hit like a damn ox. I'm like, yeah. All right, just relax. Uh, <laughs> like, take it down a notch. Take it down a notch. Uh, and they're just like, let's go. Which let's only go. pisses like telling a woman to relax has never made a woman relax. <laughs> you don't say relax. You, get, you go, oh, that was good, and you walk off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, calm down. Calm down. Calm the, <laughs> the quickest way to rile up any woman I've ever met is just go, hey. Relax. Yeah, relax. <laughs> yeah. Why, is, why is that a trigger? Why oh, is that? Don't you tell me to Why is that a trigger? Like, hey, just relax. Everyone yeah. chill out. Yep. Yeah. I am relaxed. You call her a bitch and all that other stuff. Uh, she's fine. Hey, mm-hmm. relax. And yeah. I got I to gotta learn something from you. I got to learn how to be just more passive, aggressive, walk away. But you're I, doing that now. What are you talking about? I, I'm one of those guys. I walk through the mall and I have to chant to myself, "Flow, just like be like water, just go around, go around." But every now and then, that middle school short guy thing comes with like, "I'm not moving out of the way for this." And it's like shoulder. Oh, you shoulder, shoulder bump shoulder. people in the mall? I don't shoulder bump them. They <laughs> shoulder bump into me. You're picking fights in a mall. <laughs> picking fights. <laughs> Fuck you! I was walking the lids first. <laughs> And I'm on the wrong side of the mall. There's like, you know, it's supposed to go in a circle. You know, right side is for that way. Left side is for that way. I'm walking. I'm, I'm the swimming upstream guy again. Pissed when people are in my way. If anybody wants to fight mm-hmm. Mike anytime, just, just go to West Oaks on a Friday and oh, he'll be man. there. <laughs> I think I've had it out with sample guys before. You know, the sample guys that just stick their hand out. And I'm like, <laughs> just sample this knuckles uh, what? what what's wrong with that guy's a dick yeah i used to work in the mall and like every day i would go by and there was a guy at the kiosk with the little hand cream and you know hand sand cream yeah he had hand cream there's and a dude giving out hand cream yeah, in a mall yeah what but mall it smelled is- great this was treasure coast so mall weird Jets but um yeah it was funny because i would go by and like i'm that guy like don't bother me don't make eye contact i treat I treat sample people like homeless people downtown. I'm like, don't make eye contact and don't slow down. <laughs> yeah, like you're on your phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Sprint guys, when you walk by their kiosk and you're on your phone, they'll still be like, hey, hey, do you got a good connection on that? You want to oh, come up? so and- annoying. So 
this one guy though was doing the sample sam- thing, sample thing, and like one day I'm like, okay, fine, give me a sample, and it was great. It smelled great, my hands <laughs> were so smooth. So like every day I go there, and on my way to work, he'd be like, hey, I'm like, yeah, and then he's like, hey, you know, uh, you, you obviously like this stuff. The bottle's only yeah, like clearly 30, you only he's like half my a sample. bottle's only thirty nine ninety nine. I'm like, but I get I get it thirty nine ninety nine for hand for, lotion. Yeah, it was some like really top end weird yeah. stuff. And I was like, why? I see you every day. Because <laughs> you know, that was a pitch. He's like, you only got to use it once a day. I'm like, this is, this is a once a day. Why am I going to buy it? And then he, he turned into a jerk. Like, every time I walked by, I'd walk up to him. And he's like, <laughs> got really protective with the hand cream. So, Freaking hand cream. Oh, man. You ever have to work in the mall? I never worked at a uh, uh, like a mall no. setting. Yeah. I worked at Best Buy. That's the closest retail I ever worked at. Oh, really? You yeah. wore the blue shirt for a while? I wore the blue. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? I loved it because I was working at Best Buy where technology wasn't really up to date yet. Yeah. Like, there's around the times with, like, VCRs and DVDs. Where DVDs were coming in and VCRs were built into the TVs. It was, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember the. I remember when the big thing was VHSs built into the TV. <laughs> 1995. Yeah, it was a huge deal. Yeah, like hundred and fifty dollars. You yeah, could get a set with the VCR right into it. I'm shocked I never got fired from Best Buy. You steal a lot of stuff. I didn't steal, but I damaged a lot of stuff. Uh, I was a guy to throw a TV from the top because they didn't have a warehouse back then. They right. used it to put the TVs, like, you know, TV display. Mm-hmm. It was so unsafe. And then on top was the boxes of the TV. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted a TV, I had to go get a forklift. Yep. I was not trained on. Nope wrap this rope around me go mm-hmm. up grab mm-hmm. this t- this tv onto this platform and bring it down yep i worked uh, i worked at the loading dock at lowe's and it was the same thing you had the forklifts or you had the little person the, the one ladder. person stuff yeah and then you get the pallet but you're like moving around and everything's swinging top heavy and, and i'm being i'm being stupid with lo- it they're like oh we've got well, you got that belt in that lanyard that will keep you safe i'm like not when it all comes toppling down it's so just I gonna just, make sure i'm trapped under the machine when it falls i would throw tvs from that straight yeah. down wow. onto the ground this is like we're on the flat screens where the sony's were real heavy yeah like flat screen but it was like heavy as hell to pick up there's no way they survived that i would throw it <laughs> to get them down the stock because you had to bring the top ones right if someone bought a tv yeah i would have to take the box from the top and put it underneath the display tv mm-hmm. so it's just that way if you came and you wanted you can just take the box yeah. and go sure so at night i would just throw them me and my buddies would throw them and then people would be like so this is a good thing like yeah but you might want to get the warranty <laughs> <laughs> like, and you're probably gonna be back tomorrow <laughs> you're probably back to get another damaged tv <laughs> It'll be all my god up. you thousands and thousands of oh dollars. i did not care I would th- DVDs, CDs. We would chuck them like Ninja Stars DVDs. This was great. It was a good time to work because there's no cameras. There's cameras, but like it'll be like one camera. Mm-hmm. And once you know where the camera is, like, oh, so if I don't stand here, you can't see what I'm doing. All right. It's crazy, man. Yeah, we used to, and I used to play a lot of pranks. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll like shove like whole sandwiches and burritos in the VCR. And they'd be like, it doesn't it work. It makes sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it's hilarious. I, I, I don't believe any of that. We made our manager cry one time. It was great. Why? Because it's just me and like a bunch of people that had no business working at Best Buy. And like <sighs> he was crying because they had to always make sales, but we didn't make commission. Mm-hmm. So he's like, we're not going to make it. Like, you so just he, got your hourly in that. Right. Way, so. so he dragged us out and he had like a, uh, like a meeting. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you guys not care? We're like, what? Like, do you guys not care about the business? 
I am not making quota. And he just starts crying, dude. And we're laughing. Like, you know, you right, know that right. whole, like, because <laughs> it's all, yeah, it's all on the manager to hit numbers. And you guys are like, yeah, there's no incentive. We can come in here and do nothing and yeah. make exactly the same. And then, you know, whatever. He, he got fired or whatever. Now he works at a market. I see him, like, selling, like, peanut brittle. Oh, how long ago did you work at Best Buy? Uh, it's 2000. 2000. I worked there for, like, four years, five years. So. But, but you've. But you've been here in uh, Orlando, Ocoee area for. Yeah, I worked at the one right here. Oh, okay. On Colonial. And, and now the manager works where? Selling peanut brittle at the markets on Saturday, Sundays. It's probably <laughs> less stressful. <laughs> you know what? I picture him after you guys put him in tears and he returned his eighth broken TV set of the day. And he'd just <laughs> go home and he'd cry to his wife. And she's like, sweetie, it's fine. You've been working on your peanut brittle recipe. Uh, it's going to take off. He's like, someday, if I just don't have to go back there, if I can just sell peanut brittle in a farmer's market. And I don't feel bad okay. that I did all this stuff to him. No, you seem unremorseful. No. Like if I was a judge in a courtroom right now, I'd be like, you know, the fact that you show absolutely no sorrow for what you put this man through <laughs> makes me feel not bad about giving you lethal injection right now. <laughs> like I just see his family crying in the background. You just be like, I don't care. We used to smash his lunch. Oh, what? <laughs> because Smash his lunch. <laughs> and then shove it in the VCR <laughs> player. Shove it in the VCR player. God damn lunch. it. And uh, I, I, I'm just going to assume your manager was white. Oh, yeah, for sure. Racist. <laughs> he was a white guy. Racist. How and can you do this? It's some poor, innocent white man. But the, but the, my friends that were doing it were white, you, you too. You were one of them. Yeah, but I mean, still, they're white. They're, mm. they're part of the cause. Oh, man. So never did people. anything to you other than try to give you a job. And then you just... Oh, man. And then he will like, because we'll get in trouble if we didn't put product back, but it always fall on him. Mm-hmm. So we'll get like DVDs and shove them in places where he was like by his station. What did this guy ever do to you? I'm We're just dicks, man. I just, I just. <laughs> well, I mean, to be on time and yeah. do my job. Dude, man. I was just a jerk, man. And yeah. But you would think usually when there's a story like this. You're like, but I look back now, I'm a bit older, and I realize. I oh, no, I don't. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no remorse. still it's great. Just an asshole, man. He's a dick. Just a jerk. <laughs> feel so, I wish the guy at Shine had kicked your ass now. <laughs> and then he's just like, that's for the manager. Oh, man. That was great. Mm. I'm trying to think of some other awful things we used to do. We used to do a lot of awful shit. Yeah. Burnouts in parking lot for no on our breaks and finding out so much horrible stuff about you. Oh, I, yeah. I really thought you were like one of the nicest people I know. My past is awful. At oh, least the past the you remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's all bottled up. <sighs> Even the past that I do remember, I know I was a, I was a bad kid. Mm. But whatever. I don't know, man. Whatever. But, but you're on a good path I'm now. I'm on an okay path now, I yeah. think. It worked out. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. It worked out. So, Well, where are we at? I think we are pretty much topping today. We're hitting that hour. so We're at an hour? Yeah, man. That oh. went by pretty fast. It did. Again. It did. Did, we see, did we say anything of worth? I'm wondering. That's for people to judge, not us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All we can do is be us, right? Yeah. That's all we can do. All we can do is do the show. And uh, what you got going on this weekend? I think we talked about it a little bit. I'm at the Improv tomorrow. How are you? What's yeah. going on tomorrow? Uh, got a show with Carmen Morales Carmen? and a couple other funny people. Yeah. And uh, that'll be fun. And then I'm in Daytona or Port Hole. <laughs> Port Orange? Port Hole, Port, Port Orange. Orange. Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Huh? With Jersey, 
the shithole Haitian sensation comedian. Are you not? Are you not excited to be working with Jersey? No, because just Haiti's a shithole. They call it the shithole of the country. They just find it funny. Mm-hmm. Like Trump did that. And he's a dick. Yeah. Do you think he'll be talking about his uh, his melting pot experience? Because he was there with you at the melting at the pot. Not right? if I don't do it first to you, ruin his set. You, you think you think he's got some pot melting pot? No, jokes? he doesn't. Nah. No. Nah. No. Nah. Uh, I am gonna be. Let's see. Uh, this Thursday, I'll be at Mother's West Chase in Tampa, Florida. It's an interesting name. Yep. And then I'll be at Niagara Tap. I believe it's Niagara on Tap in Largo, Florida on Friday. And then on Saturday, I will be at the Meisner Comedy Club. I want to say Meisner, Meisner Beach? Meisner Comedy Club in Boca Raton, Florida. So it's a string of one-nighters this week. Man, that's a lot of driving for you. Yeah, the Tampa's not that bad. You know, Tampa... Oh, it's in that general area. Yeah, Tampa and Largo are pretty close together. That's and cool. then the Boca thing, you know, uh, you do it. So. Well, cool. Yep. So. Well, this has been another episode of Obligatory Podcast. Yep. If you want to follow me online, you can check me out at MikeHurlihy.com. That's Mike with a Y. H-E-R-L-I-H-Y. Uh, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. And I got to learn to use Instagram. Oh, we didn't talk. Ask me how my diet's doing because we talked about my diet. How is your diet doing? I think I've had two more sodas than average. (laughs) And you ate a slice of pizza after I I sent you the meal plan. It was, believe me, you send me that meal plan. It goes ding, ding, ding. And I just finished a slice of pizza. And that's the problem with being on the road and stuff, man. It's like bad. We'll work on it, man. I have faith. I got to work. I I need to lose the weight, man. You're going to lose lose it. it. I need to get down. Get you on a plan. We need to. Yeah. Okay. Bubba, you can follow me at Kermit L. Gonzalez, and that's all the platforms of social media right down the line. Kermit L. Gonzalez. And, of course, the L stands we for over this. Lioness. Leoness. Lioness. Leoness. Female lion. Le- okay. All right. <laughs> well, that was the obligatory podcast for February 6, 2018. Oh, do you got do you got some of your weird music? I'm doing some weird that? music. Yeah. Yep. This all is right. this is definitely us all the way. Okay, uh, you know we'll be back next week. Give us another chance, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning. You're right. learning. You're learning about us. All right, we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye.